Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 hey Jason. Jason. What's up, man, Ron? Hey, that's no problem. What's that nigga with that blue coat on? Hell yeah. Roll up on the side of him, man. Roll your window down. Man, hand me my motherfucking Glock, man. Give me another clip. Smoke this food. Hey, man, you Snoop Dogg. Snoop? Huh? Snoop Dogg, you know? Yeah, Snoop Dogg, fuck that nigga, nigga. Man, get up, man. 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 Man, get Entrance intro is so fucking bad. You have to like cut that out or else we'll get in trouble or something. <laughs> Hi oh. Hey oh I was like, good, I get to suck down a breadstick from Pizza Hut. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> well, I, I don't like sucking down breadsticks from uh Pizza Hut. What's that? Yeah, don't fuck down breadsticks. And breadsticks from Pizza Hut are the only reason to fucking go to that place. <laughs> <laughs> there really that. is. <laughs> God damn, that and that fucking Hershey's fucking cookie that they make. God damn. So, happy Valentine's Day. Brew Angel talking sports here. Um, so yesterday, the NASCAR race was the perfect pregame show the perfect rain delay programming and then the perfect post game show for your NHL Western Division presented by Honda Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> the Daytona 500 yesterday literally took 27 hours to finish. It was like they put a car rate. It was like they put a car race on the LIE yesterday. Oh, so Yeah, it was it was it was so intriguing yesterday. NASCAR has a huge problem. It's just like baseball, in my opinion. If you see rain in the forecast, don't have the fucking race. It was terrible. It was, it was horrible. They could have like do all the pomp and circumstance shit. Okay, whatever, right? But if you know the fucking, don't start the, don't even run a lap. Because that's why what happened yesterday happened. And I don't, like, I hate the people that say, well, if they ran the race at noon like they used to. Yeah, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. People aren't even awake in Las Vegas yet. <laughs> um, Can't do that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I have nothing there. I guess that's a cool uh, move by uh, Michael McDowell winning the race. I, I actually was fun. I laughed when I saw people go. He pushed them out. He pushed those other two guys out of the way and shit. And I'm going, they would have done the same fucking thing to him. Of course they would have. Especially those. Especially those two assholes. I'm sorry. Those two assholes. I have no problem with what he did. None. None whatsoever. Fuck. Logano and, and Kislowski. Yep. 
Never like Hodowski. By the way, no. Even when he drove for, like, uh, Chance 2, I wasn't, like, the world's largest fan of him. And he's got that fucking face that's just punchable. Um, oh, yeah. well, it did get punched, didn't it? Yes. No, I mean, it should be punched, like, repeatedly. Like, that motherfucker's face should look like you're playing, like, NHL 21, and you're in a fight, and you're just landing haymakers. It's like I'm using your punch. Your face as a punching bag. Whaka, whaka, whaka. Um. Let's see. Oh, T's and P's to to Texas. They got a quarter of an inch of snow. And they postponed uh, the Dallas Star game today. Because of well, the I, uh, I think it's the fact that Carolina couldn't, or whoever they were playing, couldn't get in there. Like the, a lot of these teams, for the first of these, like you know, three games, they're getting in day of games. Except for I think Colorado was actually in Vegas Saturday. Uh, yeah. What else do we have um, to start with? Oh, well, oh, we didn't talk about the uh, Super Bowl. I'm not talking. It's a week old, though, now. Well, okay. I do want to give my take on something here. And I don't know if you're going to like it or not. Um, it has to deal with, uh, you know, Tampa Bay. Is it? more of a affirmation of Tom Brady being great or is it more of an indictment on Bruce Arians being a retard because that's, that was essentially the same team and, and also this is a, uh, no it wasn't it shines, it, it shines on uh, you know, Winston as well because, yeah. listen, I thought A.B. Oh, and Gronk. Okay. All right, if you're going this way, yeah, I agree with you. Because I don't know if, if it was really – listen, Tom – listen, we said it when, when Tom signed. Tom picked the best team that he could pick. Yeah. You know, he, you know that was offense. You know, he had playmakers all over the field there. Yeah. I, I know in the first half of the season, you know, they were pigeon-toeing him um, – I'm sorry, pigeon-holing him into – Throwing the ball downfield, and that wasn't working at first. And then, you know, after the bye, they they got it together. But uh, I I don't know. It's like, did you see anything with Bruce Arians to say, hey, what a great coach he was during the playoff run? No, no. But I did see the the NFL media and the national media fall all over themselves to give Bruce Bruce Arians credit. For his coaching staff. staff. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he's got blacks, he's got women's, he's got a midget, he's got a transgender. Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, in all honesty, to me, that that's just bullshit. Like, who cares? Like, this is the problem with, and when I say you people, I'm talking about the media. It's your problem. You're the one that sees color. You're the one that sees gender. He's seeing all right, this person can do the fucking job. That's the yep. problem. 
you know, like the last time we did a show is it the Friday night before the Super Bowl. Nas may call in. I just texted him. Uh, okay, cool. If I get back to it, all right, cool. Um, he may call in. All right, but he called in. And he was like talking about the enemy and all the coaches and stuff and all the hires and stuff. And, and at some point, I don't care if you're getting hired because you're blue, green, black, white, purple, orange. I don't give a fuck. Just do the job. That's the way I am. Like I, you know, and then somebody will say that's racist or something. I don't know. You know, it, the whole thing with the enemy. I'm sorry. You know, he, there's a reason there. Did he? Did he not have? If he was in charge of the offense here, did he mm-hmm. do anything in that Super Bowl to make adjustments on what Tampa Bay? And Tampa Bay was just playing that zone. That's all they were doing. They weren't blitzing. Yeah. It was all a four-man rush. So what did the enemy? The enemy do to make the adjustment there. Nothing. He he just sat there and prayed Mahomes, and Mahomes almost made some great throws, and he just prayed that Mahomes would would, would get the offense into the end zone. He made no adjustments. The game plan was not good. So if that's indicative of what the enemy is, then you know what? You need some more time to learn and to grow because the offense was great because of great players. Not really because of the coaching. Outside of Andy Reid, I would say. I think this showed that how bad Andy Reid is. Yeah, well, it, it's all it's all an extension, right? But like yeah. I say, if you want to give credit, if you want to give credit for the enemy being the offensive coordinator, I want to focus on that. Because you know, he's, he's not the offensive coordinator. He's not even the play caller. It's Andy Reid. See, like this is my thing with this whole thing, and this is what I, like, I, I'll scream it to the fucking rooftops to anybody that'll listen. We can't all of a sudden give Eric Bieniemy all this credit because he doesn't deserve all this credit because he's not the play caller. And if you do look at what these teams are looking at, in my opinion. I think these teams are finally sitting there going, why are we going to take anybody offensively from Andy Reid? Andy Reid does all the work. It's like taking a guy off the defensive side of the ball from Belichick. Why? Belichick does all the fucking work. Jesus Christ. What the fuck are you, you watching? Almost, yep, uh, blow deck. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can't you, like, turn that down a little bit? No free ads here, kid. Dude, I'm sorry. It's the season finale. Oh, but, Christ. Uh, I didn't, I, I'll binge watch it. I, I stopped watching, like, December. I had, like, a problem with oh, with Optimum, and then I like, had to switch over to Fios, and I'm going to watch those. <laughs> but, no, it's, you know, you can almost give – it's kind of like with Andy Reid and his tree. Doug Peterson does have a Super Bowl. You know, Frank Wright. You know, okay, you know. hold on. Doug Peterson. I, I I don't even know if I want to put them in the same class, though. Here's a guy who played in the league. 
so did Frank Wright. You know, it's, yeah, like it, those guys are. If that's it, but so, to me, so the that, they're not part. Of, yeah, but they're not part of the tree. What did the enemy play with himself? No, he was a running back. For who? San Diego. Right, then he must have sucked because I never heard of him. You never heard uh um, what's the name? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, Chris Berman, Eric sleeping with the enemy. No, I don't remember it. Seriously? No, I don't remember it. I honestly, I, I, I don't remember it. Was he any good? I. He was like a Danny Woodhead. Dan, Danny you know, Woodhead was better. Let, let, it was probably better because everybody let, knew who Danny Woodhead okay, was. Okay, more, more of, a, of Dave Meggett. How's that? Again, Dave Meggett was good. People knew who he was. Well, the enemy was good. You know, like I said, he wasn't a all pro. Like Meggett wasn't an all pro. Well, actually, he was a front center, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so was Danny Woodhead. He, he, yeah. yeah, but he ran back kicks. Uh, third down receive. You know. Third down back. Okay, but the thing is, is back when he played, I, I guess I don't even remember. see. This is like the thing. If like I don't even, I don't even know who the fuck the guy is. But that, that position wasn't as highly thought after, or highly sought after as it is today. Um, and whatever. Like I, to me, it's like Doug Peterson was a quarterback. Frank Wright was a quarterback. Quarterbacks usually generally tend to do better. Like I, I, I don't know if I, I don't even know if I go to. Like I hate that shit with the oh he's a this that and the other thing. I don't know. I, like, I don't. I'm not huge with the. Um. Okay, so he played from '91 to '99. He did three years in San Diego. Three years in Cincinnati, and he finished up in Philadelphia. It's probably where he hooked up with Andy Reid. And then um, he went on to coach for Colorado, UCLA, the Vikings, back to Colorado to the Chiefs. And then he was officially named the offensive coordinator in 2018. He's the offensive coordinator. He has a career 11 touchdowns. And fifteen hundred yards rushing. I still don't buy that he's the fucking the the thing though. I still don't buy that he's the offense coordinator. I, listen, I agree with you, which is why you know, once again, like people talk about the enemy being passed over. See, like Robert Salas, you knew he was in charge of the defense. That's yeah. your defensive coordinator. You know, yeah. you knew who was in charge. Yeah. So, the enemy, was he ever really in charge? I know, listen, you know, I get the whole thing of the players liking him because, you know, Mahomes likes him and all that stuff. That's all wonderful. But, yeah. once again, you know, is he in charge? Is he, is he that head man in charge? No, he's not because it, it all runs through Andy Reid. No, because it all runs through the, Andy. He designs all the planes. You know, he designed all the plays. You know, he's ultimately that's his or something. He's not the CEO, basically. He's mm. 
still heavily involved with game planning, heavily involved with, you know, designing the plays and running the plays. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the enemy took more of a leadership role in calling the plays later on. Nope. Still Andy Reid. But, you know, there, there's a reason why, you know, maybe, listen, you know, maybe he's not getting a job for whatever reason it is, but, you know, it's definitely not, I don't think it's a reason of, hey, it's the color of his skin. I'm sorry. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think that was it ever hit. I, I, I really don't think that was ever the reason why. You've heard a lot of stories come out about, hiring and around him and the interviews and everything. And, and, you know, like some of these like big, like Dan Patrick's not putting his name on something that isn't at least accurate, you know, like I, I don't see Dan Patrick putting his name on, you know, the thing about yeah, how he, he doesn't he, come he, in prepared. Like, I, I just don't he, see. He's like a I, shock jacket. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm like definitely not shocked. You're with an inch of the cock. What? No, it was in an inch of the top of the drink I was having. (laughs) I had to like, I had to like put my damn near put my head in it to drink it. All right, there we go. So aren't you? It's a proper night here on the, the network. Um. Oh, you know, that, that the same argument that you're making for the enemy right now is basically the same argument that you probably make with Left, Leftwich and uh, with Arian. You know, it's basically almost the same thing as Reed and uh, the enemy, except maybe Leftwich calls uh, more, you know, more plays. I, I'll be honest with you. Because of the fact that Tom Brady was there, we watched way too many Tampa Bay games this year. Yep. I'm not going to lie to you. Byron Leftwich may be the worst coach in the NFL. Maybe. He may quite possibly be. That was all Tom. That was all Tom and check with me in the playoffs. Because even he was like, fuck this guy. He's a moron. And Byron Leftwich is like, yeah, he, he's pretty much smarter than me. He knows what the fuck he's doing. I mean, that Super Bowl should tell you one thing. That was Tom's offense. Yeah. What, what did Evans and Godwin see three balls between the two of them? Did it not look like New England? Did, was that not a copycat oh my God. of wait, New it, England? Didn't it, it, it was wait, like Josh McDaniels like, was calling the plays I feel, from, I feel, from his home. Angel, I feel right like into, I said right this. Right into, right doesn't into it feel Tom's like I helmet. said this last week, like two weeks ago, like right before the game? Doesn't it feel like I said, you watch, that's going to look a lot like a New England offense this week. That defense is was the same defense. That defense is the same defense. Bell- I, I, Jesus Christ. I thought the Patriots were playing at times. Just that the game wasn't as close as Patriots Super Bowls normally are. I, it, it was amazing to me. And then I had somebody sitting here watching the game that could not believe that this was happening. Could not believe it was happening. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, you had the old man over there? 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, he, he stopped talking to me that night. I know. Cause I, he, he's like, watch it. The kid's going to come back. The kid's going to come back. It was like two minutes ago. I'm like, is he coming back yet? <laughs> is he coming back yet? He and like, I, I'm not first. trying to – listen, like, like, like I said, I, I think Mahomes played superhuman. I'm sorry. Some of the throws that he was making – he hit, like yeah. he he's healthy. Well, third and eleven, right in his face. Same thing with but here's Hill. the okay. But this is the part of that that a lot of people, not you, but a lot of people were really starting to misunderstand what happened when he is running for his life. Yeah. That means those wide receivers are running for their lives. Okay. So, you know, it kind of, you start getting to that point, those guys are tired too. Yeah, Mahomes played quarterback the way I played Madden. Run back 30 yards and throw the ball. Yeah, like it was... It was uh, he wasn't good, and and that to me, he came up very short in the biggest game of the year. He just wasn't good. No, it was definitely. I don't know if it was a combination of the line, or lack thereof, or the toe. You know? I, look, I think it was both. <laughs> I really do. I think it was. I think it was a mixture of both. I think the line didn't help him. But you know what? Nobody makes excuses for you. Right. Nobody is ever going to make excuses for you. In the National Football League. And listen, you know, let's 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 get this straight as well. Mahomes doesn't need anybody to make an excuse for him. He had one bad game, and I know it was in the biggest stage of, of you know Look, of the season. See, so here's to you me: know, this, the year before me, Angel, he had on. a great before game. You, no, he didn't. He had a great fourth quarter. Here's my thing with Mahomes. When he has the most talent on the on his side of the field, he's very good. Okay. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's hard to because he hasn't had you know anything other talent, so you don't know what he but can do on the, the back thing, Exactly. Well, yeah, I saw it in Texas Tech. And he was, what was I mean, that one game against him and Johnny Manziel? You know, it was, he was stupid. Yeah, you know, ninety but, touchdowns but, in one game. Yeah, and because they played no defense there. So, like, but here's the thing, though. Like, and, and this is the biggest thing that comes down to Mahomes, right? In my opinion, right? This is my opinion. I think he's overrated. Okay. I think he's very overrated. 
he's had more talent offensively than any other quarterback in the league the last few years. I gotta yell at my wife. I'll agree with the second part of your statement. Uh, the first part, you can call him overrated, but I'm not gonna go heavily overrated. I think he is an MVP caliber quarterback every year. Do they over, you know, give him credit a lot, a lot of things? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but because I think why? That just, that because it comes with the position. No, it's because he checks all of the boxes from the media. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. <laughs> Um, but like, I think the biggest thing is, is that he's never played on a bad team. He plays it with, for a terrible organization. He checks all the liberal elitist media boxes. And I mean, the guy puts ketchup on fucking steak. (laughs) And he lives in Kansas City. The fact that they haven't shot him for that yet. It was cute when Listen, I was 10 putting ketchup on everything. I do not put ketchup on steak. Nobody will care. But he doesn't win but he doesn't win Super Bowls every year. He's he's gone to one, he's lost one. Joe Montana never lost a Super Bowl. Terry Bradshaw never lost a Super Bowl. It took Tom four chances to lose a Super Bowl. Eli Manning's never lost a Super Bowl. And that team, what you saw on the field in that Super Bowl, I feel like this is what I've been saying for months about that contract. That contract is going to cause a lot more games like the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're definitely going to be losing depth, that's for sure. And you see what happens when you lose depth, especially on the offensive line. It doesn't matter. You're going to lose depth at the offensive line. You're going to lose depth on the defensive line. You're going to lose depth at corner. You're going to lose depth on special teams. It, it, it's what it is, Ainge. It's, and here's the thing. And, and is he going to restructure every couple years? Like, you know – this is where the NFL needs to say, just enough's enough with these contracts. Really, enough's enough. At this point, don't have a salary cap because the cap is crap. You can't yeah, renegotiate. If you have a 10-year deal, you can't renegotiate the deal for five years because all you're doing is circumventing the cap. Or you get to the point where New England is, where the where the Saints are, where you keep kicking the can down the line, and at some point you have to pay the piper. Yeah, the check comes down. It has to get paid. Yeah. At some point you have to pay the piper. And New England paid it this year. New Orleans is going to pay it next year. <laughs> Maybe. 
You know, it's interesting that they still want to keep Jameis Winston. Yeah, well, that's, that's because they gave the fans. But if you think about it, Breeze just helped them out. Now, is Breeze helping them out to retire to help them? Or is Breeze helping them out to come back and play next year? And at that point, you have to look at him like the Patriots looked at Tom and go, so long, farewell, Avidis, and good night. Yeah, but, but honestly, let, let's, let's backtrack for a second here. The one Patriots said to Tom, Tom wasn't throwing little ducks five yards. Drew Brees no. looked horrible. Drew exactly. Brees looked, you know, but all I'm saying is, you know, at some point, yeah. at what point do you sit there and you start singing so long, farewell, Avida, sing goodnight? It happens to everybody, right? Eli just had it happen to him. Eli, you know, the only thing is, Eli, look, so I say, please, just please be objective. That's all I ask. Eli has been good for 10 years. I like that legitimately twenty twenty thirteen Eli was whew. Eli was never a great thrower of the football. Well, you also Eli was never a great reader of the defense. You know, Eli played in the same type of offense of a Terry Bradshaw, where it was throw the field down, you know, throw the ball down the field. It wasn't That's high percentage. He couldn't. Eli couldn't make those throws. Eli was terrible throwing the ball inside 15 yards. Absolutely terrible. He's terrible on uh, on seam throws. He was terrible on slants and cuts. He was terrible, terrible on screen passes. Eli could only push the ball down the field. I, th- I thought I lost Not you. for you, Lisa. No. no <laughs> yeah, because you're, bre- you're breaking up on me. Am I? Lisa? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, the Islanders win. I'm legitimately trying to take hockey scores while I'm doing the show. So the Isles won 3 nothing. Senators Maple Leafs is five to four with two minutes ago in the third. What does it say about the Leafs that they gave up four goals to the Senators? I think uh, Senators think that they still have Carson playing for them. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Stamkos hasn't played a game in a few weeks. Comes back and goes rooftop. Shouted out, baby, he's ready to score. Six to four Panthers over the Lightning with six thirty to go in the game. And the nobody gives a fuck game of the night. Uh Blackhawks Red Wings tied at two. Uh, yeah, okay. Moving on. I actually like the way NHL.com has the scores on their website. It's actually easy to read shit. Uh, 
It makes it all nice and warm and fuzzy. It have you looked at this? It's yep. actually pretty cool with the way they do like the panoramic shot of the rink that the game's being played on. Um, behind it. It it is actually kinda cool. Uh if you have ESPN plus you get to watch the Flames and Canucks. Um Yeah, no, I, I like I'm I'm kinda just like I'm kinda over Kansas City. Because Andy Reid's a scumbag. Fuck who thank God he did the right fucking thing in firing his kid. Oh, he did fire him? Yep. Now uh, yeah, what was kid resigned? Well, that had to happen. Yeah. Christ Almighty, that had to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way to get around that. And by the way, that's the second CBS. time for him. Yeah. And not to mention the other kid, you know, died of an overdose. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what happens when dad doesn't pay attention to you. Could you imagine if we had a real like show and said that comment right there? Do you realize how fast it would be throughout the year? Just think about that, Angel. How fast would we be thrown off the air with that comment? Uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, pretty much. Out how I want it so I can actually see it, but not have blocking the switchboard. Um, so I um, hooked up with this company in Las Vegas. They are called Modern Rivals. They're like, you know, like your local team spot. You know, like your local team spot. They sell and radio shit. Modern Rivals LV.com is the website. Nice stuff. They're, they're selling these um, who makes them? Boomer Natural masks. You know, because you know, we're still wearing face masks. And um, they made the Boomer Natural masks I bought. You know, the nice ones, right? They are like some of the most comfortable masks I've bought. And um, thank you to them for taking a liking to me and the network here. So kudos <laughs> to them. Big fans. ModernRivalsLV.com yeah. uh, Moving on. Oh, it was five. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? It was 5-1 Toronto in that game. The Sens tied it up with over a minute to go. That is crazy. Matthews to Joe Thornton has one. Uh, I can't even tell you who the fuck's on the centers. Hurricanes are up 7-3. to three. Here's my question. Did, uh, what's his dick gets benched at? Sports has got to be fired soon. 
Yeah, it has to be uh, coming. That to me, to me, the um, Dubois trade has all to do with him. That is such a torts move of just being a dick. Torts has a shelf life in cities, folks. Well, and at some point, yeah, shelf life. And, and teams that don't think that dude's got a shelf life, man, you are mortgaging everything with that asshole. I mean, he tamped it to a Stanley Cup final to get rid of his ass. Next question, Pat. What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's us with Torts. Oh, come on, Brooks. You know, it's just a dick. Tim out out to the garden one night. He started talking shit about Barbie. I'm going to punch him out. He legitimately said to me outside the room one night, he's like, how the fuck could you wear a Barbie jersey? And I'm like, because he's better than you were? I'm sorry. I didn't know I had to answer these questions from you, Torts. But I want him on coaching my team if, you know, we're close. Or you just need that. Like, I thought he was perfect for the Devils after they got rid of the boar. Like, I thought he would have been the perfect hire just to change the culture in New Jersey. He's a culture change. Right, to snap him back in. Right, he's at, you know, I don't care who you are, let's go and let's start going in the the same direction. And then, of course, yeah, you got to get rid of him before he, you know, grinds all the tread off. Oh man, he is! <laughs> Holy shit! It's like brakes in your car. At some point, you're gonna be down the rotors, and fuck, you got to get rid of him before the fucking rotor, you know, aluminum foil. But that's him, and nobody will ever say that. Like it's amazing how the writers are like, oh, it must be line. like he's benching line and after he gets him three games. The whole Dubois thing, they were killing him for the Dubois thing. And I'm like, real? They're, they're killing Dubois for the whole thing. And I'm going, really? Don't you know this asshole's track record? This is on him. This isn't on the players. This is on him. Look, hockey coaches change like underwear because at some point, these guys, you know, like they kind of lose it a little bit. Not everybody's Scotty Bowman that keeps a job forever. Right. You know, like... Yeah, look you, at you, you joked before about... Uh, you joked before about uh, hitting every team in the league uh, for Pilar uh, when mm-hmm. we were off the air there. You know, it's kind of like what uh, Pierre Laviolette is for coaches. Another guy you who... Know, like, Another guy who wears out his welcome. He does what he needs to do. He he gets you there. Like, he's like, these guys are like Buck Showalter. 
great coach. You know, they do what they need to do. But if you use the promenade analogy that I use so very often, they're the nice girl you take to the prom because you're doing it to be nice. But you sure as fuck no, she's not putting out. You know, they're Sandy at the at the at the uh, dance. You know, you win with what? What's her face? Yeah, you doing the hand job? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, she's great to do the hand jive, but you need to get dirty to win the contest. Born to blow job, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the sad part is? My wife just shot us a, shot me a look, and she goes, I know what you t- morons are saying. <laughs> Not even listening. She's just like, I legitimately think my wife has gotten to the point where she just like waits to hear what I say next. Like she's just like, what the what analogy is he going to use tonight? Um. Yeah, my my wife she stops shooting me uh, dirty looks. She knows how awesome I am. And here comes the dagger. <laughs> um. But no, like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's my thing with torts. Is I, I just think it's like, I, 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 this is like a really hard year to get rid of a coach. But fuck, somebody's getting, somebody needs to get fired there, and it's torts. And Willie, I don't know. If you ask Ranger fans, they want Dan Quinn fired, and I don't understand that one. Well, they're underperforming right now, and but they're no, they're not perf- underperforming. They're performing where they should be performing. The this is the problem with expectations that aren't really warranted. Like I, I didn't think the Rangers were going to be that good this year. What, what did the Rangers do? From last year, that's oh man, they're gonna be really good. They got Lafreniere. Yeah, he's not special. Yeah. Uh, it's it's showing right now. And I guess that's the expectation when you get in somebody who's compared to Sidney Crosby, and you sit there Sid- and you and you sit there and you watch. You know, shutout after shutout against you, and you like I got Sidney Crosby, or I got the next Sidney Crosby, and I'm getting shut out in back-to-back games. Yeah. You know that that's where I, I talk about the expectations, but and but you know, who put those expectations, the expectations on them? The, no, yeah, because Ranger fans the, are more. The Rangers weren't hor- The Rangers weren't horrible last year. And then the Rangers you, went you on a, a no the. The Rangers right. got hot right before the COVID lockout, right? The COVID shutdown. So they right. they weren't – we're not talking about, like, they're not the Boston Bruins. They're not the Vegas Golden Knights where they were, like, really good last year. They were just, like, a piece away. They were what everybody thought they were last year. Capo Caco sucks. Yeah, it's he's he's soft. Yeah, he's soft. Yeah, right. Like he's very soft. 
He's soft on the puck. He's soft, you know, in the neutral zone. And, and you know, it's it's not like my despisement for Nico Heischer. Because I think that guy is the most overpaid bum in the NHL. But, to me, the Rangers are right where I thought they were going to be. It's a couple, they're a couple years away. And their goaltending's not, I mean, their goaltending's good. Goaltending's kept them in games. But if you don't score, you can't win games. It doesn't matter. Really does not matter. By the way, the centers finished off the comeback, one in overtime, six to five. Yeah. <laughs> five one to six five. Yeah, you want to laugh tomorrow? Listen to Leafs lunch on ten on TSN, whatever the fuck it is. Because <laughs> I tell you, they actually you want to do some fun? Just watch Steve Dangle do his, you know, Leafs fucking post game video on YouTube. I'm sure he'll be inconsolable. Six well, you, you on you home ice. A, a high powered team. <laughs> they score. They're like the Kansas City Chiefs of hockey, aren't they? Who? Ottawa? No. Yeah, isn't Mahomes playing center? If you really think about it, though, like that team that a few years ago was one game away from the Stanley Cup has gotten Gone. this far down. Now, is that solely based off of finances? No, it's just a shitty organization. I mean, they did have guys in the cab or the Uber talking shit about the organization. I mean, you know, I, they did get a good haul for Stone. Right. But it really hasn't, you know, the trade has, has the trades really haven't panned out yet. I mean, they, you know, if you look at what they got in the, Car- the Carlson deal, Man, that Carlson deal they won. They fucking obliterated the, the Sharks on that. God, did they obliterate them well, on that. Unfortunately, the Sharks did not get the the player that they counted on. You know, they thought they were getting, you know. And say what you want, uh, majority of it has been injury-wise. Yeah, he's definitely a shell of what he used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, huge win for Ottawa. Yeah, because the the kid uh, Steitzel, Stotzel, the German kid from the World Juniors. Um. Yeah, they 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 they, they won that trade. Like that trade, they won in leaps and bounds. And you even know, I don't remember what Vegas gave up for Stone. A ham sandwich. Pretty much. 
not to turn this into the Vegas Golden Knights love hour, but, I mean, they won that trade as of right now. Yeah, that flower guy, he's playing pretty decent right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, what we call the cat's meow. Yeah, and I think at this point, when it comes to Flower, I mean, it's here's a guy who's playing every night. He knows he's playing every night, and he knows that this could be it. Like, I I, I really think this is it for him. Well, let it all hang out then. Yeah. I, my question is this. Like, you have the um, – Expansion draft coming up. <laughs> if you're Vegas, who do you unprotect? Like you have to keep, you have to protect Petrangelo, you have to protect Stone, you have to protect Pacioretty, Marchezo. Like, there's going to be a lot of decisions made on teams, and and this is like the worst year for Seattle to do this because they're going to protect young players that are good. As opposed to protect, yeah, they're going to protect cheap players. So you're going to have like the pick of the litter on shitty old guys. And I don't think teams so are going to available make that. this year. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see like guys like Marshazo and Riley Smith available. Oh, don't take this guy, but we'll trade you these guys. Okay. Hey, did you know that Ottawa has three wins now? Yeah, and two of which are against Toronto. Three and 12, maybe, and they are a negative 30 goal differential. Yeah. You want me to see who their wins are against, just for fun? Uh, I I got it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, are you kidding me? They, you just can't go to their schedule and pick it up. They're four and twelve now. I'm sorry, four and twelve, not three and twelve. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, they're sorry, three and twelve. Any Ottawa fans? No, oh, yeah, oh, no, the fourth. Oh, you're right. Four. Yeah, you're right. So they beat uh, they beat Winnipeg, Montreal, and Toronto. Yep. <laughs> so they've gotten you know, Toronto. And they were twice. one and zero. Yeah, and they fucking lit the lamp. They won their like first crazy. game. And and they, and they were they they crushed but, them too. Right, so they beat them twice now. Mm-hmm. So two out of the four wins are against Toronto. Yeah, and both the regulation wins. That's horrible. Chicago and Detroit are. Going to overtime, it seems. 
Jets and Oilers is two to one. The Coyotes won the uh, best of seven series against the Blues, nine points to seven. Woohoo! That the somebody this schedule is like whoa. Um. All right, what do we got next? Ah, uh, to do. You want to talk baseball? No, we can. Pitchers and catchers soon, right? Yep. Who is remaining from uh, free agency right now? I still want to see what happens with Brett Gardner. Well, you know, that's such a curious thing because the Yankees, you know, after they made the trade with uh, Boston and they freed up the $8 million, uh with Adovino, you would have thought for sure um, Brett would have signed up. Now, of course, it wouldn't have been for the full $8 million, but uh, you would assume it would have been done already. But no, it's not. And that's kind of – the longer this goes on, the longer I don't think he's here. Yeah, I'm starting to think that way too. I just don't yeah, understand what, what the Yankees just got Jay Bruce and Justin Wilson. They just signed them, so that eats away of whatever space that they had. And they say they still need four million for the season as a buffer. So yeah, I don't know what the you know, what's going to happen with Brett. And at first, I did not like the Jay, uh, the Jay Bruce signing, but then you know, I started thinking about it, and I didn't put him as a competition for Gardner. I put him basically as the backup for Voight, because Mike Ford really had, didn't do anything last year. So I would have to assume that he's an upgrade over Ford. They both have power. You know, the only thing is, you know, Bruce has had a good career and a good Jay Bruce record. is a lot – and the thing with Jay Bruce is he's a lot younger than you think. What, 34, right? 34, 35? He's younger than Guardy for think, sure. I think he's 33. Now, did you watch him in Philly last year? Did he play the outfield at all? Mm. He's 34. I'd be lying if I told you I remember. Right, he's 34. Okay, he's still younger than you think he is. Yeah. I mean, granted, his best years are way behind him. <laughs> but you put him with the left, you know, with the right field porch. But the question is, does he play every day? No, absolutely not. No. So you gotta look you gotta look at him And was he okay, a, so, a spring training invitee? Yes. So if he makes a team, which I am confident he'll make the team, you gotta look at him for three hundred at bats. And at three hundred at bats you're gonna see primarily at first base. 
You're going to see maybe a game or two in right field. Well, a couple games in right field. And maybe a couple games at the H. See me, I don't even and know if he's that good of a first baseman. He's not. But he's going to be adequate. You know, he's not going to supplant the Gold Glover Luke Boyd. And understand that there was sarcasm in that statement. Um, he's not going to be that replacement. He's not the everyday first baseman. However, no. Yeah, you know, a once he's a, a week, good bat off the bench. Know, yeah, but the Yankees don't use the bench like that. They don't pinch hit. <clears throat> so that type of player is no. Not what they're looking yeah, so- for. So even more, I asked the question of why. Why what? Why, why no Brett or why Jay Bruce? No, why him? Because primarily with the Phillies, he's been a pinch hitter. But he had a lot of bats for being a pinch hitter. Yeah, they also would. He would play first when Reese Hoskins got hurt every year. Like, I don't mind. Like, like I said, at first I, I was angry about the signing. But starting, you know, looking back at it, you know, like I said, it, for me, he offers some type of position versatility where he can play the outfield on occasion. He can play mm-hmm. first base on occasion. Yeah, and, of course, you have a DH spot. Um Talkman, I assume, is the fourth outfielder right now. So he has all three outfield spots covered. You got to figure Frazier has to be the the favorite to win left field. But see, the problem with the Yankees, their lineup is so heavy right-handed. Like, they did a – I read a thing, you know, recently, and they talked about, you know, the Yankees' balance and – in their previous lineups. Like, in their heyday, it was basically like a 3-3-3. And that's what they averaged. Three righties, three lefties, and three switch. You know, and and I'm not all about you have to be right-handed or you have to be left-handed. You know, I don't don't dig that whole platooning kind of thing or Mm -hmm. that type of acknowledgement. Because I think if you're a good hitter, you can hit right or left-handed pitchers. You know, but the one problem is, you know, like I said, it's a straight right-handed down the board. Yeah. And the way the game's played right now, it's either you strike out or you hit a home run. And then the best part is, you know, Major League Baseball, you know, recently said they are looking to dead in the ball. So the day of yeah. Brett Gardner hitting 30 home runs, isn't going to be here. So if you thought you were going to get like uh Glaber Torres blasting 40 home runs, that's not going to happen over a full season. All right. Louie, how are you? Yeah. Exactly. And baseball manager called it screwball. That's exactly what they're doing. They want to get less hey, home Louis, runs. So it doesn't be like the past few years, I guess. Right? Right. Dumb. Yeah. 
I'm I'm at the point where Rob Manfred's gonna kill baseball. I, I'm actually starting to write baseball. If he has one already. <laughs> yeah. Captain <coughs> dumbass. Yep. No, that's uh, Jared Porter and Sandy Alderson. Uh, okay, but he's a close second. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he's got, you know, I thought Gary Bedman sucked as an owner, but I mean, Manford's, I mean, Christian, but Stan, I mean, Manford's taking Hold the on. I mean, really. Gary Bettman Uh-oh. is the best commissioner go. in sports right now. What? What? He almost destroyed the NHL. Come on. What happened? He almost destroyed the league. You know, three no. lockouts, a canceled season. To fans, he destroyed the league. To the owners, and you know what? I've come to the. I've come actually full circle on Gary Bettman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to agree with, uh, with George on this. Gary Bettman okay. did what had to be done to provide cost certainty so that he wasn't contracting teams. Teams could not play on the level of the Rangers, of the Toronto Maple Fags, the, the Detroit Red Wings, Chicago. He had to make it to where you just didn't write a check. And really, he's done a pretty damn good job of it. I mean, you have teams being – look, he's got a team in the desert that didn't belong there, and he's got a team in the desert that belongs there. You mean the Coyotes? <laughs> the Coyotes, but at least now the Coyotes have stability and that? ownership, yeah. right? They they need a new building. They need yeah. to be closer to Phoenix. But, you know, I, look, I understood why they put him in Glendale, because they built the football stadium, and they said, oh, fuck it, we'll put it here. We'll do exactly what Philly does. It's not the same because there's not mass transportation there. But what right. Gary Bettman has been able to do for the league is – they have labor peace now for the first time in 30 years. Him and Donald Fear are working on the same plane. And those About are the time. two people that that everybody thought killed us. Everybody blamed Donald Fear, Fear for baseball. You know, him and Steely, they, they both took uh, took shots about that. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a funny, like the two guys known for labor unrest. You know, last year they got it right. It looks like this year they, they you know, they got it right. You yeah. know, and they were one of the first ones to actually sit down and, you know, work together. And it wasn't just and, the and schedule. They actually worked on the finances. Yeah, and you had so, into it. They got the players involved. Good job by them to get the players involved. Um, you know, to come back with the comeback to play uh, plan that they had. Um. <laughs> You know, the the NHL is a lot. Look, it, Bill Foley spent, what, $560 million to bring the Vegas Golden Knights into the league? I bet you he's made his money back hand over fist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I bet you he has, just in merchandise. Seattle comes into the league at $750 million. The NHL needs a better television partner than NBC. 
And NBC bends over backwards for him, but that's... No, not yet. I mean, but I heard rumors that they would be, or Fox. You're going to hear a lot of rumors because the NHL wants to be on television and the NBC is going strictly digital with their NBC sports programs. I could see ESPN getting back involved. I could see Fox getting back involved nationally. Fox needs yes. it. Fox Sports needs it. Oh, absolutely. And are they? I mean, they paid the W. Well, yeah, but like I look at it this way: like I think when you look at the overall state of everything, Fox Sports paid a billion dollars for the WWE. Mm-hmm. Really got nothing out of it. <laughs> you know. Um, Ever true. I could see them putting a game of the week on Fox on a Wednesday, like the Wednesday night hockey on Fox on a Wednesday night. Or, you know. They'll never go for that. Who won't? On a Wednesday, no, no, because they don't want to preempt the mad singer. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, wanna, whatever oh, it is. Oh, that for hockey? No, no, watch our channel. We, we got to put on the mad singer. Oh, screw you. Oh, Mass Singer is a good show. Or put it on yeah. FS1 okay. or something. Or, right. you know, sat, I mean, look, you know, they got college hoops on Saturday, so they may not be the greatest fit for it. But, I mean, you know, somebody's going to somebody's gonna pay them a lot of money for their TV rights. Yes. You know, and, and Gary Bettman's partially the first. Look, Gary Bettman's the first commissioner that said here this is what we're going to do we're going to sit there and we're going to sell our merchandise rights and our on field our on ice um uniform rights to one company and they did that they were the first ones they were before everybody else because they're like well this is stupid let's just control everything give everybody a piece of the pie instead of having teams individually um, negotiate their own merchandise. Nike want nothing to do with half the teams, with you know three quarters of the league. They they took the teams they wanted. They wanted Chicago. They wanted Detroit. They wanted Anaheim. They wanted who the fuck else did Nike have? <laughs> I mean, you know the starter thing when starter fell through that kind of hurt the NHL. But then they you know they went to CCM like pro player really. Like, the Devils won the Stanley Cup wearing pro player jerseys. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then they said, all right, we're going to go to CCM next year. Everybody's going to get jackets. Everybody's going to have sweatshirts. Everybody's going to have hats. Everybody's going to have everything made by the same fucking company. So it's like, okay, cool. And now, with the with the Reebok deal, and it became the Adidas deal because Reebok, of course, is owned by Adidas, they're like, oh, fuck it. We get Fanatics involved. Okay, look, cool. Let's get Fanatics involved. And Fanatics puts out some pretty cool shit. Adidas has some really cool shit. I got this really nice Golden Knights yeah, jacket do. on right now. Like, I got this really nice, like, Adidas Golden Knights jacket that I'm wearing right now. It's fucking badass. But, um, no, but Gary, Gary has done a great job. And, and Gary gets a lot of shit because he's not Canadian and, God knows that the NHL media does not want anybody that's not Canadian. They want nothing. No, he's not Canadian. He's... Where the fuck's Gary Bettman from? 
Gary Bettman was like a lawyer with the NBA. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Gary Bettman, let's see. What is he from New York? Is he's from New York. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, he went to Cornell, him and um Andy Bernard. Oh yeah. Um let's see. He's sixty eight years old. He was born in New York City, New York. Uh three kids. He's uh, He went to Cornell and NYU His half-brother is Jeffrey Pollack Who was the chief operating officer of the XFL His, his brother knows what the fuck he's doing Half-brother But Gary, he's from Queens You know, so well, Gary say that Gary, Gary is a queen Yeah, well, some people can say that Um... Yeah, I I think that you know, and look, if if you look at the the year long lockout, again, owners cry yeah. wolf when it's like, oh, the 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 money's getting bigger than the revenues. Well, nobody told you, nobody put a gun to your head to sign guys for ten million dollars a year. It just doesn't happen. But I get, I, I understand where they are, and you know what, Gary's done a really good job in the last four years. And, you know, those ten million deals. It's not like they're not there any year. I mean, anymore. You know, they're just the reserved for players are the great. Yeah. yeah, and that's what it should be. Should you? All right. So we were just talking about the Yankees. Are you giving Brett Gartner ten million dollars a year to play? You know, play for the Yankees? No. You know, you have to structure right. it. So, and mm-hmm. I think by what Gary did, it, you know. Listen, you're a mediocre player. You're not going to get that money anymore. Like, Bobby Holik would not get that money. That contract that he got with the Holy, Rangers. wow. He, he would not get it. Chris Jory Chris and, and Scott Gomez are not getting those contracts anymore. Right. Nico, he sure did. <laughs> I, to me, right. Nico, he sure's deal is no different than the Jory and um, Gomez deal. It's the same deal. It's terrible, and it's going to be terrible. But if you're the Rangers, look what it got you. <laughs> yeah, it got Ryan McDonough. Yeah. And then it got you what? I mean, if you look at the trade tree of that deal, the trade tree is paying off pretty well for the Rangers. It's one of those things where I think fans need to just slow down. It's like Gary Gary was t- Gary took a niche sport and that's what hockey is, right? Hockey is the biggest niche sport in this country. Gary has it on NBC, which is one of the most powerful television networks over the air that there is. Right? Yeah. He's got the, he's the only game in town on NBC. They bend over backwards for the league to the point where NBC's the ones that put out the money for Tahoe. Right? So I don't think you can kill Gary here. Look, Gary's still Gary's the one that put a store on Fifth Avenue in New York. 
Queens. Well, I guess you got your opinion. I got mine. I, I mean, you know, I think you know when he canceled season. I think uh, hockey fans are very upset. I kind of he didn't cancel. But, but see, here's the thing: he didn't cancel the season. The players. It takes two to tango. I, it takes two to tango. And let me tell you, the players that shut down the contract in 2004 that canceled the mm-hmm. season. They signed the same fucking deal a year later. No difference. I've seen them both. I've seen both proposals. The players were greedy, and they were promised they were sold something that was never going to happen by union leadership. Well, we know where that went, didn't we? Yeah, and who won that one? The players did. The players always win in the end. The players always win in the end because if hockey-related revenue goes up, when you have a 50-50 split, when you have a partnership, the owners are willing to play ball with you. The owners wanted 50-50 splits on revenue, which would mean salaries, right? Right, The players wanted to keep it at 70-30. Well, at some point, teams are going to have to go out of business. Or, or you're going to have the fucking Rangers where you have Messier, Leach, Bobby Halik making tons of money, and then the rest of your roster is all guys making the league minimum. You're not going to win that way. Well, the Rangers proved it. Absolutely. Because of the lockout, the Devils were able to break ground and move into a brand new arena. Because they knew they were going to have cost certainty. We get they get half, we get half. And I think it's forty eight fifty two. I really think it is that. Not exactly even split, but it'll do. It's it's a damn it's it's an even split. Does the owner still have? If you really think about it, the owners still have the higher liability than the players do. And the players accepted escrow because they said, okay, we'll, we'll take care of this. The salary cap, when they came back in 2005, was what? 50... Oh, let's, let's see. Let's see. The yeah. NHL salary cap in 2005-2006 was $39 million. Mm. That almost doesn't sound right. No. Yeah, because I was just going to ask you, what is what was the range of salary the, the year before? It was like 70 So they had to cut like $30 million? Uh-huh. Okay, here it is. <laughs> no, it, it, it. All right. Um, here you go. Pre-salary cap. Uh, Float over the issue of salary cap. First, uh, okay. 
Okay, so what was going on was, was you had six teams are based in Canada, and the salaries were paid in American dollars, caused a hardship among the small market Canadian teams due to the weak Canadian dollar. As their revenues were in Canadian dollars, Gary Bettman successfully persuaded American-based teams to donate towards a pool to mitigate the effect of the exchange rate. It can, the negotiations for 5 to 12 CBA, the league intended clubs spent 75% of revenues on salaries. So let's see. Oh, salary cap is okay. Oh five oh six. The cap was thirty nine million dollars. Oh six oh seven forty four million. Twelve thirteen was another strike shortened season. The cap. The cap was 60, but you could spend the 72 because it was prorated. Um, the cap has never gone down. It's, it went from 39, 15 years ago, to 81.5 million. Wow. Great country, this America. Yeah. Let me see. Salary twenty three dash four. Let's see. Uh, it's it's kinda hard. Oh, hockey payrolls before at the twenty. The Devils' salary cap. The Devils were at. Oh, here you go, Angel. Are you ready for this? <laughs> go for it. Are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> Devils forty-eight point nine. Islanders forty point eight. Philly sixty-eight. Pittsburgh twenty-three. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Part of my favorite is like how it's like really good for like the first five lines of this where it actually like you can actually read what it is and then the rest of it just goes to shit. Um, St. Louis was at 61. Start throwing out teams, I'll tell you. Oh, you asked about the Rangers, right? (laughs) 76.4 million dollars. Detroit was 77.8. Colorado was 63. Anaheim was 53. Dallas was 68. The Kings were at 53. Phoenix was at 39. Yeah, some tells me that that really wasn't going to be good. The Caps were at 50, and they were terrible. Remember, they moved Yonkers' deal, too. Boston was 46. That cheap fuck never spent money. So, really... It would have taken – so if you kept that at the same thing, the Rangers wouldn't have got 
under the salary cap until team 19. 14 years, 15 years later. <laughs> it would have taken the Rangers 15 years to get uh, uh, on that. 15 years to get under the cap. <laughs> 15 years to get under, to be under the cap in today's NHL. And what did that give you? It gave you Hank. Right? Hank made no money that first year. Right. It gave you Peter Pruka. And Yager still Pruka. made $10 million. Yager was like 33% of the cap that year. Mm-hmm. They had to get creative that year just to get under the fucking cap. But then again, there was that escrow thing, so it kind of took money away from guys. Jets are up 4-2 on the Oilers. They've taken 13 shots to the Oilers' 28. The Oilers need goaltending. Oh, boy, do they need goaltending. But who's the last God. good goaltender? Grant Fuhr, Billy Ranford, Cujo. Stop me. Stop me when we're, we get to 2,000. No, they had. Who's the guy? Yeah. I mean, he did go to a Cup final in the in the two thousands. Two thousand was a devil. Tommy Salo, baby. <laughs> no, I think they went in like two thousand five, two thousand six. I think they went in oh six. I think it was the. Didn't that go to Carolina? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I forget who went. Who did Anaheim beat? Devils, didn't they? No, Anaheim lost to the Devils. Last time they won was 2003. Yeah, well, who did Anaheim beat? In 0- oh, Anaheim won in 07. Um, Anaheim beat, um, Ottawa. Yeah. That's kind of bad that it's hard to remember that. Who's the goaltender? Was it Anderson? Yeah. For Ottawa? No, it was uh, Briz and Giguer. <coughs> yeah, it was Briz. Oh, Giguer was the one that played. Briz didn't even play. Yeah, I was watching um, on Facebook. They had uh, the 10 best hits of all time. How many of them were Scott Stevens in the playoffs? <laughs> Scott Let me Stevens get Lindros. Three in the top five. Oh, That's I can. Korea. I can, I can. Can I play name those? Korea. Um. 
Lindros in 2000, and uh, the one in 95 against Detroit. Detroit, yes. It was uh, Kozlov. Yeah, because Kozlov's head popped off like he was in, like, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah. Yeah. And then Stevens went to the bench and went. And my favorite part of the whole thing is Stevens was on the bench pointing at guys in the head saying, you're next. He was staring at Darren McCarty, pointing at his head and telling him he was next. Imagine doing that shit today. <laughs> By the way, that, that, speaking that's of exactly what I thought. Speaking of dirty you know, players, those hits, <laughs> those hits today would not oh be uh, allowed. Scott Stevens oh would never have survived in the NHL. No. And, you know what the, and the worst part about it was, all those hits were clean hits. None of them were dirty. Wow. I thought yeah, he no, killed Kareem. Actually, no, hold on. That that was the one that was dirty. Which he one? He was late on that hit. Korea. What? Oh, he. I thought he killed Korea. Yeah, but that was the late he, hit. Yeah, he didn't even get penalized for that. No, he did. <laughs> Back at it now. That was one that was late. Because you saw Korea got rid of the puck. And you can easily just like count, and you know he got he got he definitely died. But I don't know how he he was able to get back and get the game winning goal. Paul, that's crazy he learned, right there. That that he learned that he learned from Paul Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, best cold French fries, fast food, checkers. Yes. Oh, we were checkers, but the chocolate. I would go in Jersey City Cup. and uh, Five Guys. Five Guys fries are never good. I love Five mm. Guys fries. Mm. Yeah, checkers Chris, is better. I had. They open up a new place over by me. It's actually off of two o two o six. Char Burger. And never heard of it. I, it's one of those. Uh, Char Steakhouse is a big steakhouse over over here, and they mm-hmm. open up, uh, I guess, a pop up uh, or a new. Uh, it's it's a burger and creamery, so it's uh, ice cream and burgers. And yeah, not a good thing. You know, <laughs> they're a wannabe Shake Shack, and like the burgers are extremely salty and thin. I don't like Shake Shack. Like, if you're gonna pay the- well, I'm just say if you're gonna pay that money, you want five guys. You want two patties. Yeah. Um. Barstool is making ba- Battle of Ontario shirts. So why why did uh, Sirius get rid of Barstool Sports? Barstool left serious. Oh, so they left. Wow. Yeah. And where do they go to? They're doing everything on YouTube. They're kind of doing like McAfee. The problem is Sirius doesn't want to own. Sirius wants Barstool to pay for being on there. And Barstool was like, no. 
Barstool wanted Sirius to own the network. They wanted them to program it, or they didn't want them to program it. They wanted them to sell the ads, and Sirius didn't want to do it. No. Oh, because they were getting better ratings than Howie. 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 Better ratings than Howie. I didn't think that would happen. Howie's. Have you listened to Howie in the last 15 years? No. Yes. He's fucking awful now. That's the only true. cool shit that he did was his 60th birthday show. And that was because that was like serious a Super Bowl party. That they masked as Howard Stern's birthday. Mm. Well, he always was a dick. Yeah. And now he's overly political and nobody wants to listen to that shit. Because he's a hypocrite. Right. Yes. A lot. Yeah, they, all they all are. They all are. Hmm? Here's the worst, though. That's what you get being a hypocrite. Yeah. Hmm, let's see. Like I said, Chicago. Chicago won. It's now 5-3 in Edmonton. Edmonton needs a goaltender. Really bad. I'm available. You, so am I. You're too good for Louis, I don't know about you. You may be just as good as what they have. Um, Thanks. <laughs> you know, an interesting question was posed by the um, media in Vegas last night. Dave the Tahoe came coming up Saturday. Leonard, I think, has an underarm injury that's killed the nerve in his arm. And he's been able to move his arm. If, miraculously, he gets better. And you play Flower tomorrow night, obviously, because Flower's going to play tomorrow night. And let's say by Thursday, Leonard's healthy and able to play. Saturday. Who do you play in Tahoe? Yeah. To me, it's it's such a slam dunk, no thought answer that I can't even believe it's like coming up, knowing the way Pete is. Angel, your thought. <laughs> you know, even if all right, I'll Matthew, play, that, just, uh, that, okay, nationally televised game, it should go to your number one. It should go to Flower, hands down. Okay, however, let's say let's say Flower's not however, playing well. Okay. However, I have a second thought on this. The speed of the game is probably going to be a little bit slower uh, in the outdoor rink, right? Maybe. Maybe it might be a good game to get Learner in. Yeah, you know, but for me, you know, my number one goalie has to get the nationally televised game. I don't even have a problem with being nationally televised. I just know Pete. Pete's going to play Flower. Flower's earned it. Even if Flower was terrible, Flower gets that start for me. And here's why. Because he's earned it. The length of his career, over his career, what he means to that franchise – He's 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 
four and zero in the first time they wear a jersey. Yes, it's flower. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. It's flower. I don't care. Like Leonard could stand on his head tomorrow and become like a fucking brick wall in the net. I'm still playing flower. Like to me, it's not even like they were like making this big deal about. It. I'm going. It's not even a question. It's flower unless he can't go. For me, Flower would have to be hurt to not play in that game. Louie? Repeat the the question. Vegas plays in the outdoor classic at Lake Tahoe. Okay. Right? Yes. Who plays in net for you? Him or Flurry? Him or Leonard? I'll go flurry. Yeah, Angel. I don't even think there. I don't think there's a question there. Well, it depends. Like you said, if he's been playing, you know, if he's played a couple of those games, you know, he needs a break somewhere. And if anything, the outdoor game okay. is going to be a little slower. So they play so tomorrow, and they don't. Play. All right. So they that play one, tomorrow. Like said, for, for for me, for me, yeah. if I'm the head coach of the team. I'm rocking and Fleury or Lundqvist or Brodeur or Wah. I'm putting my stud in the game, and especially in a nationally televised game like that. I want my number mm. one guy in in that spot. Better but, question: like said, Have you, you know, seen okay. Have you seen Flowers mask for Sunday for Saturday? No. <laughs> Send it to me. <laughs> okay. I can see. If, I don't know if I screenshot it or I'll send it to you. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. Um, <laughs> hey, Mongo. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Do what he said. Do what he said. Yeah. Uh, it's five to four now in that game. Um, you know what we have to do? We have to find the best of the Nia Jax My Holes and um, put that on here. Let's see. Uh, when the fuck did he... I know I shared it. Oh, yeah, I know when he shared it. Let's see. Fucking hell, I can't believe I have to go back this far. Man. Keep speaking. I'll find it. God damn it. Let's see. Flurry mask um, outdoor. All right, you guys can like we could talk about something else. I, you don't need me to, to help out here. Fuck, <sighs> you're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me, Paul. Ain't, no, ain't nobody saying a fucking yeah. thing. Uh, let's see. No, well, okay. Well, seriously, like, 
like I was saying, you know, if you're gonna you have that type of game, you always want your your stars. You want to put your stars always in the spot where they can shine. You know, yes. so you know, imagine imagine Lundquist not playing in the outdoor games in, in Yankee Stadium. He would have went eight shit. Those were his yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Rodor, it's his game. Yeah, even and though they get lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. He, which he did. Yankee State. Yeah, which he did. And I, I, I think Paul O'Neill scored on him from the bleachers. I, I was uh, at that game. I, I did a wrist shot from, uh, from the mezzanine. It went in. <laughs> that was what but, he uh, wore when they played at Heinz Field. Oh, <laughs> that's actually kind of cool. Wait, have you seen Flurry's mask from when they played at Heinz Field? No. Oh, I got no. that for you too. Angel, just look up Mark Andre Flurry out or Flurry outdoor mask, and you well, can see I like all that, the masks. I'm not be able to talk. You don't mess with Mark Andre Flurry though. Yeah, I, 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 Angel, I sent you the new mask for right. for Sunday, Saturday. Um. Yeah, there's not even a question that. Like, the biggest thing Vegas has to do is when everybody gets um, healthy in what they do. Hey, so this mask, this is Sparta. Yeah, and that's what he's wearing with the because <laughs> they're wearing the reverse retros on Saturday, three o'clock. That's a hot. Yeah, I wish he would do that's his pants and just do like red pads and then have like a black outline of the skyline of Vegas so that when he like goes into a butterfly and stacks them it's just the strip <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> imagine like he goes down to a butterfly gets his pads out there and it's just the Las Vegas strip on you like fuck man that guy that'd be so cool yeah I'm trying to see if they if they released uh, the reasoning for Vincent Jackson's passing away today. Not yet. Oh, rest in peace to him, and uh, yeah, peace and peace to his family. That was a shock. Thirty-eight years old. I didn't realize, I didn't realize he retired four years ago. Yeah, like, I felt like such a dick in the group chat. It's like, didn't he just like that out of nowhere? I think apparently there's something going on where, um, reading here, it looked like the police were looking for him in regards to a missing person, and they did find him, you know, in the hotel. CTE, man. It's not good. No. Apparently he had a little yeah. bit too many few blows to the head. Uh, well, listen, I'll not, tell you right now, he was a tough receiver. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I put him up there with the toughest, like an Anquan Bolden, that would just get absolutely leveled after making a spectacular catch. Isn't Bolden <laughs> up for the Hall of Fame this year? I think he is. I don't think and so. He's up against like. I think he is. I think he's up against like Steve Smith Sr. And I forget who the third guy was. 
but they were like three contemporaries. And I'm going, I don't know. Like of the three, I know I, I was like, Antoine Bolden's not the guy that's going to the Hall of Fame. Like Steve Smith will go. I forget who the other guy was. This is a problem when I start looking at Twitter at like 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't remember shit. Maybe, no. Let's see. Maybe I can find, maybe I can figure this out. Let's see. All right. So, Angel, back to the question. Well, okay. Good. So, Vegas has Colorado Tuesday. They're off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They play They play um, Tahoe on Saturday. Off Sunday. Monday, they have Colorado. Off twice. San Jose, Anaheim. Flurry has been out. Or not Flurry. Leonard. Leonard has been out since the 11th. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, for me, I'd give him. Eight, ten. I would bring him back after March or March third against Minnesota, because then you got a you got a weekend series with San Jose. Then you're on the you're on the road against San Jose. You're on the road against Winnipeg. You're on the road against St. Louis. So legitimately, you don't need – they don't play any back-to-backs until March. Yeah. So if you can get away with playing Flower the next five – one, two, three, four – yeah, the next five. If you get if you get away with playing Flower the next seven, maybe one of those games against – like the game against San Jose, play like Oscar Dansk. So he plays, you know, nine of ten. You can LTIR him. You could take the salary cap relief, which Vegas obviously needs, and then have him fresh and healthy for the last two months of the season. Hmm. Let's see. Jets and Oilers, 5-4 yeah. after two. I think I, I want Lerner in either like March first or March third. You know, before you get to the back to backs, you got to get right. a game. You know, so one okay, of but you, I'm Minnesota. saying you give them the you give them the first game against San Jose right. in the back to back, and then you let Flower play the second game. Because if you LTIR him, he has to miss ten. I forget if it's ten games or ten days. Okay. If it's 10 days, you'd be fucking stupid at this point not to put him on there. Oh, 10 NHL games are 20 and 24 days in the schedule. And when did he go down? I was just going to pull up. So he went, he hasn't. So it's like he dressed for... 
He dressed last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that so he, is. So he dressed the sixteenth. The ninth. So nineteen days gets you the end of this month. Twenty twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. That second game against Minnesota would be the tenth game. And the second so game against Saint and the second game and the second game that's against San Jose. No, that's Saturday. The Friday is the twenty fourth day. So he can play that Sunday. Yeah, that's Saturday. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. You know, honestly, why play? Okay, so this is where I would say I would kind of leave it alone. And I would bring him back that Monday against uh, the following Monday against uh, Minnesota. No, I wouldn't want to because put Leonard back the, to back. The, well, no, 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 not back to back. His first game would be the eighth. Yeah, and but you would have to play Leonard the fifth and sixth. You would have to play Flurry the fifth and sixth. No. I'm not doing that. Well, Dave's going to play one of those two games. True, yeah. And the reason being, you know, in terms of, like, travel and stuff, do you want to bring extra people on, on that road trip? Or just send Leonard over to Minnesota. That's yeah, true. Instead of sending him to San Jose and then traveling to Minnesota. If we're in this whole post, you know, in this whole world with COVID, you know, if mm. you look at the big picture, it's probably better to have him travel straight to Minnesota than it is to go from to San Jose and then from San Jose to Minnesota. Because then, you know, could the league theoretically say, well, you know, if he was ready to play Saturday, why wasn't he dressed on Friday and – would that give the perception that you're playing the salary cap game? Oh, the fuck, they played three, four, 13 forward, five defensemen. Yeah, everybody in the league knows they're playing the salary cap game. <laughs> because according to Spotrack, we really should sponsor this show, how much we fucking talk about them. It's like uh, my new favorite website. You know that, right? I'm sure it is. Let's see. I really wish I knew what S's are. Oh, she can't hear me. God damn it. So, Vegas needs to clear $36,000 of cap space by the end of the year. Which this 21-day sit will absolutely take care of. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Leonard at five, I don't know what I don't know how to do the uh-huh. math there, but yeah. And at some point, well, next year they they gained five hundred thousand for the buyout of Tom, Thomas Guitar, <laughs> which was the worst trade in Golden Knights history. That was fucking terrible. Well, that guy sucked. <laughs> He was awful when he got there. He fucking killed them going into the playoffs. You're sitting here. I fucking love when Louie starts making noises in the background. 
I can't hear you. <coughs> oh, sorry. I, I stepped away from the microphone to get my glasses. Um, I said I love when Louie starts making noises. Um, <laughs> Super sexy. Yeah. J.J. Hmm. Watt. Where do you sign J.J. Watt? Yeah, it's a good one. Pittsburgh. They're already tampering yeah, with them. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let him go there. He's not going to win there either. No. Well, they don't have the room to sign him right now. I'll make you know, it's They'll have Ben you know, If you're J.J. Watt, if you're J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt, Okay. You made $17 million last year or this past yeah. season. Yeah. What to, you know, you're three times defensive player of the year. Now, I understand and you understand and everybody understands that you lost steps. You're no longer that dominant defensive player of the year type player. So, but in your mind, what is acceptable for you to put your body on the line for at this point in your life? How much of a pay cut are you willing to take to play for another team? Um, to me, it would have to be ring chasing. No? Yeah, but for, for you, you have to have a, a, a number in mind that's acceptable for you to come and play. What is that number? You know, to put your body through that rigorous that you do. Why am I can't hear you again? No Verizon, I can't. So you're J.J. Watt, and you're going to accept a veteran minimum deal? I would. You would, but you're not J.J. Watt. Right. You know, you have to figure his regiment and his – what he goes through to put his body in physical shape to play football is more – costs more than the veteran's minimum. So you're basically playing for for less than free. You're probably paying to play at that point. Yeah. If I'm but, paying, if I'm paying to play, I'm not playing. But is it one of those your, things? You're, you're putting your body through sixteen you know car crashes a year. You know, you, you put your body yeah. to to getting mangled. For 16 games, you're going to do that for, and you're J.J. Watt that's just made $17 million. You're, you're worth more than $100 million. You're going to be playing for veterans minimum. What, I mean, what is the vener, veteran minimum next year? Let's pull it up. 
Okay. It's one, it's a million, a little bit over a million. So you're going to sign from $17 million, you're going to drop all the way down to one. But if I really want to be someplace, I mean, what kind of sour cap numbers are you looking at in 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 Pittsburgh? Well, you know, you got to remember, you know, one of your highest played player, players, Pouncey, just retired. Still you know, good money. You're gonna need Ben. You're going to need Ben to restructure. Still dead cap money. Wow. Ben's going to have to restructure because that's a huge cap hit. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Pouncey is a $6.4 million dead cap hit. Vance McDonald's a $2.7 million dead cap hit. But what's the savings on uh, Pouncey? I don't know. It doesn't even have that anymore. So they're $14 million under the cap now. See, here's the thing with Ben. If you do anything with Ben... You're going to wind up yeah. with even more dead cap money when he does retire. That can't be good. Because legitimately, his dead cap is a signing bonus and a restructuring bonus from the last time he restructured his deal. Cameron Hayward has a $16 million dead cap hit. You're really going to have to start moving guys who Eric Abrams, a two and a half million dollar cap hit or dead cap, but he's $6 million. He'd give you $6 million in savings. What about Fitzpatrick? Uh, Minka is 2.7. Cause that's the last of his rookie deal. Um. Hmm. See, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see them being able to. I see them. Because once again, you know, I, I get the whole point of ring chasing, but you have to understand, these guys are also about ego. You can't go from 17 to 1. You got you got to be reasonable. You have to figure the minimum he's looking for at this point is somewhere in the ten million dollar range. No, because I would think five with incentives. Five with incentives that may get him up to ten. But does he want to do? It all depends on what he wants to do. Well, it sounds like he's frustrated with losing. He's never there, and, though. Right. But it's also unfair to say that because, you know, that he's, he's, he's frustrated hurt. with losing. 
because, you know, the team really wasn't losing until this year. Right. Look, they never get over the hump, but he never plays a full season. He always hurt. And one thing is, he puts his body through a lot. Like, he is one of those max effort guys. And God bless him. But it takes a toll. And once again, it for you to put your body, like, what is it worth to you to put your body in that position where you have to take that beating? And like I said, for for me, I'm not going anywhere below ten. You know, I'm JJ Watt. You know, you got you know my name makes you know should make a difference to you. Now, what's it? You're not an elite pass rusher anymore. I but mean, he's played. Talking. I mean, he's played sixteen games twice in the last five years. But up until then, he was relatively healthy. Of his what ten year career. Seven of the sixteen years he's played six. Seven of the ten years he's played sixteen games. It's been the last few years that he's always hurt because he, well, you know, he's an older player at this point. You know, the wear and tear got to him. What an older player at twenty-seven. Yeah, but yeah, when you're taking that, no, much I know what you're saying. No, I agree with you. Five-time Pro Bowl or five-time All-Pro. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Yeah. World's largest douchebag. Um. <coughs> I mean, if he doesn't go to Pittsburgh, where does he go? Does he go to finish his career in Wisconsin? Tampa? No. No, the money. They have guys they have guys to fucking spend money on. Well, Green Bay gives them a chance to win. Buffalo. The teams that have expressed interest so far are Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, and Tennessee. Now we sure as shit know Green Bay won't do it because Green Bay doesn't spend any fucking money. But maybe they would for him, a hometown guy. Oh, thanks, so. If you gave them a chance, they get rid of Aaron Rodgers tomorrow. Would you get rid of Aaron if you could get JJ? Aaron Donald. No, Aaron. No, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. No. I'll take the sting. I'll take the sting of losing him. Oh, we brought in the Wisconsin guy. Who cares? Give us some cheese and brats and Bill of Lights. We'll be fine. Yeah. I want a cheese head. Do you like an official place to buy one of those from? NFL store? I don't think they have them. Oh, look. (laughs) 
I think the thing is with Cheesehead, like, I think Cheeseheads are like terrible towels. I don't think you can just buy them from anywhere. No. <laughs> oh, Packers Pro Shop, twenty four ninety five. The original Cheesehead. I can't believe I fucking actually typed in Cheesehead and they have it on there. Wow. Jesus Christ. Enjoy the COVID, cuz. Oh, God. Dude, I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, so they have a Cheesehead pub glass. They have a Cheesehead two-tone mug. They have the original Cheesehead. They have the kid's Cheesehead. They have a Cheesehead shot glass. They have a Cheesehead can cooler. They have a Cheesehead gnome Christmas ornament. Cheesehead apron, cheesehead house flag, cheesehead potholder, cheesehead earrings, cheesehead masks for COVID. You know who put on the cheesehead cheese masks? Yeah. You know you know who legitimately had on cheesehead earrings, Angel? Oh. I can't hear my nails and you told me to put the spark on it. And they lost. The Packers are supposed to win the Super Bowl. Casey. Pretty good. You told me to put the sparkles on my nails. I'm sorry. Don't cry. No, this is your fault. You told me to do the sparkles. I told you not to do the sparkles. And you told me to do it. Pretty. I don't care about pretty. I wanted the package with the Super Bowl, Megan. Oh, my God. And I wore my Clay Matthews jersey. And I said, let me wear my Aaron Rodgers jersey. You said no. Yeah. Yeah. Clay Matthews. <laughs> wow. That's it. I know what I'm doing Dude, if I, I ever get to Lambo. I was gonna say, you know, yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing when I go to Wisconsin. The there is a cheese. The holy cow! Craft your own cheesehead tour. You get to make your own cheesehead. Fuck out of here. What would I make it? You know what? what craft it? your own. Craft your would own cheesehead product. Be offended to take if home? I put her her face on the cheesehead. Yeah, I've, I've never met your wife, but I'm guessing yes. I can't believe they actually have shit. Angel, what the fuck were you sending me? This is why I keep my goddamn text messages open. You didn't have to send me a picture of you. Yeah, I did. Wait, you actually have one of these? No. Wait, is that a real one or is no. that a bootleg one? Yes, it is. That's the real one. Oh. I was at the, my buddy's house uh, when uh, Tampa Bay was playing uh, Green Bay. Oh. And I actually took those pictures and I sent it to Tony because Tony was rooting for Aaron Rodgers. And I was, nice. yeah, I was going for Brady, of course. So mm-hmm. I was rubbing it in and I was sending it to Tony. <laughs> so, yes, I had a cheese head on that day. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, uh, AJ, oh, AJ Quetta. The young man and young ice hockey player from uh, Massachusetts um, that is was injured during a game. 
uh, with a spinal cord injury. Um, the the family put out a statement today. Yeah. Uh, he is moving to his next step, moving to his next step to recovery tomorrow, and is flying to Atlanta. AJ and his family want to thank the amazing Mass General team. They could not have gone here without all of your support. From the Quetta family, thank you to the angels of MGHPICU. Um, to keep up with them, you can um, follow on the Twitter, AJ's, at AJ's Army 10. They're uh, doing a sale uh, through their website, which is AJ'sArmy.com. Um, they have t shirts and, you know, bracelets and face masks. And my wife already made me buy one. But she didn't even have to make uh-huh. me buy it. Six five Winnipeg. Dear Christ, the CFL is livid tonight. By the way, best nickname I've heard for that division, the CFL. The <laughs> CFL, yeah. <sighs> the CFL lives in the NHL. We got the old Norris division. Thanks. Thanks. Way to step on the joke, Louie. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. It's hard to get the Chris Berman I voice do. going, and you go and step on it, you dick. Thank you. We're gonna have oh, to start boy. playing Louie. We're gonna have to start playing Louie Louie when he calls in. Oh. No, the Animal House version. Oh boy. Well. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. In all the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. You've reached the top, the pinnacle of douchedom. Good going, douche. You're just a Thanks, Louie. You're welcome. Thanks. Fuck it. I think he just yeah. does this. I'm but waiting for him to, like, say something. What's that? The douche song. Biggest douche. Yeah. I've been called worse. You need to rename that. Sorry. I didn't think I'd have to say play anything but biggest douche. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't think that's hard to figure out there, Angel. Right. It, that's on there too, Angel. That's the best thing you can do is the Blaine Canada. Well, I've definitely seen that one, and I've played that one. Yeah. Yeah, what else are you looking for on there? That sums it up. The douche one is the one I always keep looking for. Like, under- I honestly felt like oh. when I was doing those shows uh, while you were away, like, I felt bad when Louis called and I couldn't play his song. Like, I, I was like, I got to take care of this for Louis. <laughs> Guys haven't changed a bit. No, never will. Never will. Come on, you stupid fuck. Something works. Meg, I'm not Something doing works. this. You okay. have to, Chris. 
Siblings have to look out for each other, like the Manning. Eli, you threw some three touchdowns today, which isn't bad, except Peyton had four. Well, Cooper got pre-approved for a Visa card today. Come on, guys, we all had a good day. Yeah. Unfortunately, guys, my time was short, so I gotta run. But I'll be back. Hi, Louie. Yeah, thanks. Hey, thanks Louis. for the morning. I'm with Louie. Here's his song. All right, we got rid of Louie. You know what this show makes? Huh. You know what makes this show better? Nighttime. Daytime. 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 What are you doing? I'm in a game of nighttime. Daytime. You want to play? No, you're right. You're the Xbox. Have you seen that on the BBC, like on on YouTube? No. I think it's called. I forget what the fuck it's called. It's um. I just usually put in nighttime, daytime bird, uh-huh. and then it comes up. Um, Christ fuck! What the hell's it? It's a show on. Oh. What's that? Son of a bitch. Okay, so the show's called Walk on the Wild Side. It's on um, BBC One over in Britain. Angel, okay. I'm going to send you this video. It may be the greatest thing you'll ever watch. No, you like yeah, be too. careful with that because, you know, the greatest thing I've ever watched was my wife get dressed. So. Okay, second greatest. That's thing. the greatest thing I've ever watched. Is she right next to you? Well. Yeah, she is. All right. Well, she's actually the second greatest thing. The first greatest thing was watching Tony get dressed in the locker room. And there goes your wife. Yep, she just went upstairs. Um, good. So now we get rid of one. Um, what else do we have tonight? <laughs> uh, we did. We touched baseball. We did a lot of football. We did a lot of hockey, which is good to do a lot of hockey. Yeah. Sunday, at some point, Sunday. I think this Sunday. I don't know. But what's brewing in hockey's coming back because my buddy Scott, he wants to start doing shows again. And he's like, hey, can we do a hockey show? Yeah, sure. sure. When do you want to do it? Sundays. Okay. What time on Sundays? I don't know. Daytime. Nighttime. <laughs> um, the world is a circle. The world is a vampire. Unless you're Kyrie. <laughs> Unless you're Kyrie, then it's flat. Oh, he's an idiot. 
Um, Duke had somebody opt out today because Duke sucks this year, and he's like, fuck this. I'm not getting hurt for this. Who dropped out? I don't know. Somebody was actually decent, I guess. Um, you know, that's how bad Duke is this year that I don't, I don't even know. Um, well, it's probably – well, they, they said it was the first time and I don't know how long that they're actually under 500. This was, yeah. Especially this late in the season. Probably like 95 when Coach K had the back surgery. Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, my throat is killing me right now. I can't stop, not stop coughing. <coughs> it's really getting no, annoying. All right. Let's see. Um, I'm good. You good? I don't think we're doing anything more tonight. All right. Yeah. That was the show. Angel's going to, like, die or something. So if he's here in the live next week, we'll do a show. If he's not, we won't do one. And we'll have an immemorium to Angel. Was that was that you speaking drunkenese? Yeah, pretty much. There's some words I just can't say. Memorium. I'm glad my wife couldn't hear it. She'd make fun of me. What have you been drinking in your uh, coaster up there, Grandpa? Proper 12. <laughs> it gives you the memoriam. It gives you the memoriams. Hey, it goes the one time I called uh, <laughs> Connecticut, Connecticut. Connecticut. Connecticut? Connecticut. I'm sorry. I don't know how I did it. No, whatever. All right. That was the show. Go in peace. All right, buddy. Later. Till next time. Talk to you, Nick. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Bye.